dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. We're doing well. Weather's nice. Everything's doing well. Okay, maybe got some, let's see, I got Thursday game this week. Yeah, something like that. Back to Matt's. And tomorrow night, or should say tonight, rather, I believe I'm going to be GMing some more Savage Worlds. Oh, boy. Now, what we're going to talk about today is kind of related to Savage Worlds. I've been on Savage Worlds kick because I'm in my year of no fantasy, and Savage Worlds seems to be a good system to to run that where I can do anything, you know, other things than fantasy. So I have a feeling this year it's going to be Gangbusters and Savage Worlds. Maybe a little Marvel superheroes. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But anyway, I want to talk about adapting media again. And this time it's going to be something specific. I'm going to pick a TV show and I'm going to try and walk through it. Or at least talk about it anyway. And I'll talk about more I'll talk more about this after this. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, we've got a property. We have a movie or a TV show or a book or whatever, and you want to adapt it to whatever role-playing game you're using. I'm going to use Savage Worlds because I'm I'm been steeped in that. I know it. You know, I don't know it as well as say D and D, which I could probably run in my sleep. But and I know D and D is very very flexible, but. Like I said, it's too tempting to go back to fantasy when I use D&D. Other than gangbusters, I mean. So, I had an idea of taking Savage Worlds and running DuckTales. Which is, the reboot is one of my favorite shows. And so, sure, why not? Okay, well, I l- watched a video, uh, GM Table. Good, vid- good, good YouTube series. And he talked about adapting the Disney Afternoon, three of the Disney Afternoon shows to Savage Worlds. So I thought I'd try my hand in it, maybe have a convention game. I don't know if I'm going to put, I don't think I'm going to put it on the schedule because I really haven't written anything, anything specific for it. But I do want to do that. So what do we got? It's a, first of all, it's a convention game. So this is going to work out as I talked about in the last the last bit, uh, the last episode, I talked about, you know, convention games are easier to run right for something like this. And I thought, okay, first of all, we need a plot. I've watched the f- two two seasons of Ducktales that are out as of this recording, and I think, okay, what can I use to kind of get the flavor of Ducktales? Okay, I have an idea, and this is a great way to go. If you can find an existing module or adventure that you could use to turn that 
into something that would reflect the 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 original media, the original concept. You know, you're halfway home right there. And I did. I found a basic D&D game, uh, a module rather, that I can use to adapt it. And you know what the best, you know what the best thing to use for that is a sandbox. If you can find a published sandbox, something like basic D&D modules or Hexcrawl Chronicles, the old Hexcrawl Chronicles from Frog God, or something like that. Um, there was another one out there. I can't remember. There's another D&D module out there that's also a sandbox. And it's a great thing because you've got all this these different things going on in an area or at least little plot hooks going on in an area where you can take you can pull that out and go okay there's my story all i have to do is dress it up into whatever give it to the flavor of whatever medium whatever whatever tv show or movie or whatever i'm using and so it makes it a lot easier all you have to do is file the serial numbers off change names things like that and you don't have to follow it by the book you can Use that as like a jumping off point. You know, take the basic plot and then work it. Work it into something that you can run. Okay, so I've got a story or story. There is a story in here that I want to use in this module, so I will. I'm not telling you which module it is because I haven't run it yet. And it's a convention game and the convention is until june and right now it's march so i don't want to spill i don't want to tip my hand besides even if i told you what it was it's not going to look the same by the time i get through with it so what you have to do is go through the module pick and choose what you want and then put those things together say put them on a list take it take a pad of paper and just okay this 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 and this okay is there already a story there is there already a hook or something if not use it to make a hook or a story or something like that uh, uh the the dungeons of merle okay the dungeons of merle is over here the town of uh, flapjack is over here the you know and and there's uh an inn there called the flapjack inn okay fine they start at the flapjack inn they go to the dungeon da 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 or anything else and there's a there's a forest over here the forest the forest of bilious the bilious forest so they go there for something and you take all these disparate elements and put a story through it and make a story with it any any game master or and I'm not talking about newbies here. Any game master worth their salt can take disparate elements and throw them into a story. So, but you've got something. But the nice thing is here, you've got something to work with. So all I have to do is take whatever plot I come up with and work it into, you know, Ducktales terms. First thing I do is change the names into something you'd hear on an episode of DuckTales, or since it's based on the Barks Rosa Disney's Scrooge McDuck timeline, Duck, Duck timeline and stories, I'd work something like that. And it should be familiar. The things, the names and stuff should be familiar, but a little changed. 
So do that. Go through, look at the bad, look at things like the adversaries, the NPCs, the bad guys. So like a lot of times encounters with like say monsters and stuff, you can use just straight out the gate. If they're even, even if you're doing a lost world thing, because you can use dinosaurs, that's no problem. And, you know, and if they're natural creatures like wolves and bears and, you know, things like that, no problem. Just use them as is. The bad guys, you probably change into something more worthy of the TV show or the comics. NPCs. And we've talked about NPCs. I mean, uh, pregens. Pregens. Okay. Pregens, if you've got a large enough cast, and DuckTales does... You should have no problem making pregens. I would make pregens out of the cast. Like I said, this is a convention game. You're not doing this on a regular basis. So you can use the main cast instead of saying, okay, I drew up these type of characters. No. no. Or have them do it. No. You're using people like Scrooge and Donald and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Launchpad, and Mrs. Beakley, all those characters from the show. They actually get to play those characters. And I still remember Tim Snyder's uh, Thunder of the Barbarian game he used with Mutant Future. It was fantastic. And we got to play the main characters. Which was nice. And there are less ca- less main characters in there than, you know, what, what DuckTales has because it's a smaller cast. So he had to extrapolate a couple of characters. But the but like I'm saying, you I just named one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see, Scrooge, Donald, Huey, Dewey, Louie. That's and that's seven characters right there. You could add more, like Della Duck. And well, you can't really add Ducksworth because he's a ghost. But I think you get the drift. Also, if you can work familiar bad guys from the source material into the story. So, and it'll, it'll help. It'll help. If you want to come up with an original bad guy, that's up to you. But if you've got, if you've got people like Flintheart Glomgold or Magic of Dispel or the Ma Beagle and the Beagle Boys, you've got, you know, you've got characters pre-made with motivations and things like that. Now all you have to do is adapt it into the role-playing game terms. And if you're using something simple simple like Savage Worlds, it's a piece of cake. You know, because, I, like I said, that the, the GM table video I watched on YouTube, it, he said, don't worry about making races. Don't worry about because they're just, just write up people and call them ducks. You know, they're just people they're just regular people as ducks and other fowl, other other types of animals. So there's that. And so, and next thing you know, you have a game and you plot it and you run it and easy peasy. So that's pretty much what I got for doing, I'm going to call it convention games for different me adapting different media. So, and I'm concentrating on convention games, yes. Because that's the easiest thing to do. If you're going to run a long-term campaign with in that world, then you're going to have to like do a few other things, like let them make original characters and things like that. 
because to me, always the, the main cast and stuff are always NPCs if you're running a campaign. Anyway, that's my opinion. But I got to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan Dorgia, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Schreck, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, and John Alan Large. You guys are great. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, and Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, the last two are on Anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.